Executive Board Member um, to the SABC, answering questions by the DA's Pumzila Van Dam and uh, also from ANC MP for Zeke Loliwe, specifically in the, the latter clip uh, regarding Lulama Mokhoba, the former CEO of the SABC. Now, the voice you heard in the middle, of course, is one we become very familiar with uh, over the last couple of weeks. It's the voice of ANC MP and the Chair of the Committee, Vincent Smith, who joins Midday Live to discuss how things have been going. Good afternoon to you, Mr. Smith. Thank you very much for making yourself available to us. Are you feeling quite relieved at the moment? I mean, you've been, it's been very intense in there. I don't know how you, you sort of keep yourself together. It's been very difficult, Stephen. Good afternoon to you and your listeners. But, uh, yeah, uh, we're we more than happy with how proceedings uh, have gone so far. Uh, of course, it's a long way before we reach the final product. But uh, to date, we think that we have been fair, we have been firm, and uh, we have been objective. In those terms, there was, of course, the, the I want to call it a debacle at the beginning of the hearings when you were all set to go, and uh, then we had the SABC walkout that potentially was quite a spanner in the works. I mean, is the SABC thaw? And we saw them come back yesterday. You, you, you've cut them some slack. Uh, well, Steve, we, we from day one have said that we want to be able to produce a final product that will stand the test of any scrutiny. And we thought it was fair, and we continue to think it's fair that everybody should have an opportunity, if they so wish, to put their side of the story. Of course, uh, in the beginning, I still believe that their tactics were one of delay. But I do think that before the final product, we should afford them an opportunity if they so wish. Yeah, in those terms, uh, I, I know you spoke about this, uh, the potential for some former board members like uh, Ben Gubane um, and, uh, and Ms. Shabalala perhaps to address the board next year. In those terms, in the procedural terms, I know you're obviously going to be sitting down and uh, trying to review what you've, been, uh, you, you've heard so far and coming up with a, a, a common sort of uh, report or interim report about that. It is going to be important, though, to wrap things up in the new year, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, not only important, but I have no other mandate than to report by the 28th. So it's a, a date that I have to, or we have to, to meet. But just to indicate that uh, certainly the report will never be concluded until we've heard the side of both Ellen Sabalala and uh, uh, Ben Gubane. So what we will be doing is beginning to draft the report. We can't wait until the 8th or 9th of January. But it would not be a report complete if we didn't consider the views and the uh, sentiments raised by them when they do appear before the committee. The SABC yesterday uh, got permission to submit uh, written uh, testimony. <coughs> Presumably that also has to uh, come, into, uh, come into play. Will there be a chance then to cross-examine some of that uh, stuff, uh, that, that information received? Now, let's just clarify, Stephen. The mm. process always was that the committee was going to prepare its report on the basis of face-to-face interaction mm. and prepare a draft report. Once we've prepared a draft report, we will send it to all uh, affected parties because none of them would be in the National Assembly when we debate it. So what we have said to them is that when they get the first draft report, if you could call it that, they would then have an opportunity to infuse in that draft report whatever it is that they wanted to give us in writing. We cannot accept a situation where the SAPC gives us something in writing because it would deny the South Africans an opportunity 
to be able to hear it firsthand and for transparency. So what we have said is that we will prepare our report. You had an opportunity. You didn't take up that opportunity. We will prepare our report, but you still have a second bite at the cherry by making comments on our first draft report. Yeah, another thing which has come out specifically today, and a lot of the members of the committee were talking about it, was the fact that uh, you've heard conflicting testimony. At this stage, you have to get a, a, a report into, um, you know, as you said, your mandate is to get that uh, report done. These considerations about the conflicting testimony, are you just going to highlight those in your report and say, you know, we have to find out the truth on this, or is that something you would hope to clarify uh, before that uh, the, the report is put out? We're hoping to clarify that before. You recall that as we closed, we asked for Ms. Kalidas particularly to give us her minutes, uh, because what is it? Uh, what is it being contested is the accuracy of the minutes presented by the various uh, witnesses. She has made an undertaking to give us the minutes as she had received them from the board. And we will obviously compare those to the minutes that we have received from other members. And uh, if indeed there are differences that are material, well, not even material, if there are any differences to a report, I mean a minute from one meeting, it has to be followed up. And we, we will have to find a way of doing that. And uh, between now and uh, the 10th of January, uh, you obviously all have to spend some time with your family, but are you going to be locked in some uh, fairly intensive sessions or are you going to be communicating uh, remotely about uh, the the process of sort of uh, reaching consensus on your report? No. uh, The understanding is that myself together with the backroom team will prepare a, if you could call it, a uh, working document. Uh, on on the basis of how we saw the evidence so far. Uh, We will then make that report available to members before the 10th. Our program is that from the 10th to the 15th, the committee will sit as committee and deliberate on the report. But we'll give them sight of of the working document a few days before. And then, of course, between the 10th and the 15th, committee will have to either improve, reject, and or strengthen uh, the report that we give them as a uh, working document. In terms of the way the members who have been selected for this ad hoc committee have been approaching this, uh, I've certainly had a sense that uh, everyone seems to be very focused on uh, the issue as opposed to party uh, political issues. Uh, is that something that's pleased you? It did. I... I, I, I pleaded for that kind of behavior from the very first meeting that uh, uh, we'll only succeed if we work as a team as opposed to grandstanding, which all of us as politicians uh, would love to do. And uh, I'm pleased that to a very, very large extent, we were able to uh, rise above party politics and work as a unit. So for for that, uh, I'm extremely grateful and it made our work a little bit easier. The one thing which perhaps uh, is most disturbing is perhaps that the Minister of Communications, Faith Mutambe, some of the things that uh, she um, uh, testified to yesterday have been shown up, uh, particularly today, as uh, perhaps being contradictory to previous testimony and indeed were contradicted uh, today. Does that concern you? Well, anything that that, that is different is irrespective from which witness, concerns me because it means that we have an extra leg to do, which is to verify which of these facts 
uh, we should consider as legit or, or as um, credible. And uh, that is always a very difficult exercise to, to, to be able to ascertain and defend why you thought A was more credible than B. But uh, that is what it is. And uh, we'll have to do the best that we can in terms of being objective, being fair, and uh, being uh, able to defend our final product. Mr. Smith, just finally, are you confident that uh, when you do come out uh, with a report, uh, whatever your findings are, that it will be respected not only by the SABC, but uh, also by uh, the Parliament itself and, uh, of course, the Department of Communications? Because there has been criticism in the past of some of uh, the committees in Parliament uh, coming up with resolutions and uh, they're not being carried through. I can make an undertaking that our resolutions will be resolutions based on the facts that have been put before us. And uh, because of the manner in which we've arrived at those resolutions, uh, being free, open, and everybody being able to observe, I really believe and hope that uh, they will be uh, at least accepted as accurate. And finally, this one uh, from uh, my senior producer. She wants to know how you're going to kick off and uh, chill out because uh, clearly you need to um, refresh your batteries a bit. I have no idea, Stephen. <laughs> well, we, 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 we certainly hope that it, uh, it does work and you, you come back fully recharged. Although you do look a bit like one of those ads for the Energizer Bunny, you know. You don't seem to stop. You're always calm and unflappable. You need to give lessons. That's what you can do after your uh, – <laughs> if you ever de- decide to leave Parliament, give us lessons. Listen, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. That's uh, Vincent Smith, the, the chair of Parliament's ad hoc committee meeting, uh, giving some of his thoughts on the way the progress has proceeded. It's now half past 12, and Criselda Lewis has the headlines. In the headlines, the SABC's former non-executive board member, Rachel Kalidas, has confirmed that Communications Minister Faith Mutambi suggested that Saudi Mutsweneng should be appointed permanently as chief operating officer. Kalidas also told Parliament that legal advice given in the SABC multi-choice archive contract was ignored. And the Eastern Cape Road and Transport MEC, Wezue Tigana, has expressed concern about the current number of road fatalities in the province. Details on those and other stories at one. Tweet us at SAFM Radio or SMS 34701. Uh, half past uh, 12. Uh, Stephen Kirker with you on Midday Live. It's our final 